Straya. How are you going? How are you going? Are you good? I bloody well hope so. Uh, trying to be a quiet episode of NBA Stray here. We have a very uh, tempestuous, there you go, that's a good word, four-month-old who is like, Oi, Dad, shush. <laughs> I'm your host, James Clements. I'm the editor of a very good website called CodeBet. Go check that out. Uh, also, Fox Sports Lab NBA, Fox Sports Lab NFL, uh, in the paper every day, CodeBet. Daily, that's another good website. NFL, I'm, I'm bloody everywhere. All right, there you go. I'm tired as well, bro. Very tired. Usually do Thursday tins with Jim. Uh, but I didn't have any beers in the fridge. That's how bad it's gotten. Anyway, I'm here in Larry Armour Studios, hanging out, giving you the lowdown on all the ins and outs of the NBA season. While repping Australia a bit, that's all we do. Don't take things too seriously. Leave that for the nerds. God, they love to take things serious. Oh. Anyway, uh, quick one today. Rookie, sophomore, participants for the All-Star Weekend. Uh, we lost Mountain Dew. Oh, what happened to the Dew Zone? I love the Dew Zone for the uh, three-point comp. That's a damn shame. Uh, making a bit of a case for LeBron for MVP. Again. Just saying. Uh, he did go out and beat the Knicks after having his big soup on the weekend. The Warriors have some problems. Boy, howdy. I'll talk about that with uh, Steph. It was also blowout Thursday on the big two games on uh, telly, so that was fun. Uh, we'll fly through the NBA Australia game wraps. We've got a juicy slab of that's not a knife. Old mate, no mate, spud of the night, better than Lonzo Ball. We've got a dickhead of the week. Some yeah, nazi unpopular opinion of the day. Now, back take us. We were serving up. Flame grill take. Uh, i got the Australian player watch checking in on all the Aussies. I'll do a quick Andrew Gay's great mum reward for outstanding achievement in the field of excellence. And... A pick and preview for all the games over the weekend. How good is that? And uh, we'll finish up with the cooking with Bainesy, I reckon. Yeah, we'll tag that on there. What do you reckon? Sounds good? Good. All right, let's body well go. It's episode 881 of NBA Australia. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack. Uh, you better. I guess. Uh, better watch out for the attack of, uh, I don't know, Shaq on literally anybody on those Tuesday TNT shows. Jeez, he does not like Adam Lefko. <laughs> it's hilarious. Next time you watch that, it's the uh, what the Wednesday ones that we get. And uh, boy, howdy. He's got zero time for Lefko's patter. <laughs> like, Lefko, you ain't no money. Shut the fuck up. It's like, all right, got it. Right, let's do... Let's start the way this show always starts here on NBA Australia. Wait, how's it start? How's it start, Jim? Oh, that's right. Daily whip around. Uh, rookie sophomore game. As mentioned at the top, the participants were announced. Paolo Pagato. God, I love Paolo. He's so much fun to watch. Uh, what are the other rookies? Jalen Duran, Jaden Aver, AJ Griffin, Walker Kessler. Oh, boy, howdy. Gee, it had to be a Minnesota Timberwolves fan, wouldn't you? Uh, Benny Matherin and Andrew Nemhard from Indy. Keegs. Old mate Keegan Murray. 
Jabari Smith Jr., Jeremy Sohan, and Jalen Williams. That's the J-L-E-A-N one. <laughs> and the second-year players, giddy up. Giddy up. That's right. Josh Giddy uh, leads the way. Jose Alvarado, Trey Murphy, Scoob, Scotty Barnes, Jalen Green. Don't expect to pass everybody else. Uh, Alperin Shingoon, Q Grimes, Bones Island, Ev Mobley. I'm Franz Wagner. Hello. I'm here to play as a basketball, yeah. <laughs> uh, we also have the G-Leaguers. Uh, City Sissoko. Mojave, Mojave King. Mojave King. There you go. Got there. God damn. Scoot Henderson. Kenny Lofton Jr. Mac McClung. Also in the dunk comp. Uh, Leonard Miller and Scotty Pippen Jr. Love that. <laughs> might have a new dad, which is Michael Jordan's son. Party time. Um... So out of that sort of group, the 21 NBA players, are they have three seven-player teams. You remember the Rocky sophomore game changed its format, so you got Pau Gasol, Joakim Noah, and Darren Williams. That's right, Darren Williams, my all-time least favorite basketball player to watch in person. <laughs> Stop stealing my money, Darren. Uh, they'll be coaches, and Jet Terry is going to coach the G League team, which is gnarly. Uh, so they play like in a sort of... Uh, round robin. Well, not a round robin. It's just a semi-final knockout. Target score of 40. Two winners play the championship game. Target score of 25. Pretty cool. Pretty fun. It's always a bit of a laugh. Uh, and it's actually gotten better the last couple of years, I think, just because the sheer like quality of the rookies and sophomores is fucking skyrocketed. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton, who's back, presumably, maybe. Uh, Carlisle came out, so Pacers coach Rick Carlisle came out and said, yeah, Tyrese Halliburton, oh, I reckon he might be good for the uh, Lakers game. And everyone's like, oh, shit, really? Cool. Thanks, Rick. And he's like, not a problem, bro. Just remember, get Tyrese in the All-Star game. Uh, Devin Booker might also be back as well after uh, ter- well, you know, hurting his groin from lugging that schlong around. Uh, could return against Brooklyn, uh, which is pretty good because it would be nice to have Booker back because the Suns, Alternate looking pretty good and looking like dog shit. Uh, we also lost a game today. Oh, what do you mean, Jimmy? Where'd you put it, bro? Shh, settle down. Uh, the Pistons got stuck in Dallas. The ice storm hit. They grounded all the flights. Um, so they couldn't fly to host the game against the Wiz. Basically, the Wizards were like, Hey, uh, Detroit, you can open these doors. And Detroit are like, yo, I'm, I'm still in Dallas, bro. <laughs> Jeez. Tough scenes. And there's also the case of, like, you know, what's going to happen after that? Uh, are they going to get to their next game? They're like, oh, we don't want to get a bust to Oklahoma City. And everyone's like, shush. But then you're like, eh, if it's that much of an ice storm, maybe not. Maybe not a great idea, actually. But, yeah, there you go. Not a COVID postponement, a postponement, a weather postponement. Pretty strange. Pretty weird. But either way. There you go. Pistons sitting there, hanging out, couldn't fly against the Wiz. And I think they played the Hornets on the weekend as well. Jeez, it's all going on. Funny times, bad times, not great. Right. Uh, what else we got? Not much. Let's do some game wraps. Game wraps, game wraps, game wraps, game wraps, game wraps, game wraps. That's right, the game wraps. Uh, when do we do this show? Shit, I don't even remember. Was it Monday night? No. Yes? No. 
Yes. No. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> oh, no, we did it Sunday night, and it took a million years to, like, pop up. Uh, so you might have noticed there's some weird back-end shit going on with the website and uh, the podcast coming out on time. So just one of those annoyances uh, where I'm going to try to migrate it onto a different platform, I think, because it's just getting a bit fucky. Um, so, yeah, we had the Monday show. I think I taped that Sunday night. That's right. And then got it up Monday. So let's go back to Monday's games and wrap them up for you. Sounds good. Good. Uh, the Magic Men beat the Sixers. How funny was that? Bancaro goes off, 29-9. Sixers were flying. We've won so many games. They go and shit the bed against the Magic. The Magic absolutely lit them up in the second half. Dropped 67 on the head. The Sixers were kicking the shit out of them. You turned around, and then they were still kind of kicking the shit out of them. And then they lost. Sixers, yeah, got a couple of problems there. Uh, the Nets beat the Lakers, which was hilarious. Um, 121-104. This was no LeBron James, no AD, no hassles, really. Uh, still put up a bit of a fight, and then the Nets sort of just stretched out the lead in that fourth quarter and got the big win. Uh, Kyrie versus Rusty. It was all that it was promised. Not really. Kings beat the Wolves, 118-111. Sabonis thought he got kicked out, which is pretty funny. But this was Ant-Man versus Diaz of Fox. 33 for Ant-Man, 32 for Fox. Awesome Hammer and Zongs game. Goes to overtime. Absolute vibes on this Sacramento team sometimes. And this one was a belter. Trey Lyles. Cometh the moment, cometh the man. He had eight of his 11 in overtime. And just fucking cannoned it. Malik Monk was huge. God damn, it was a fun game. Uh... Just one of those wild ones. You're like, yep, Kings are back. You love it. The Warriors beat the Thunder on the road. What? Yeah, 7-18. and 18. Uh, At that point, lost another one. 128-120. Steph. Steph. There you go. Use your words, Jim. 38. 12 assists. Not bad. Shy. Red Gildas Alexander. 31-7-3. Oof. This was a fun one, though. The Warriors just outlasted them. Back and forth and went all game. Thunder just sort of... Uh, Made them work because it was like an absolute shit pumping from the get-go and they just fucking ate into it. You turned around, it's like, this is a game. Ah, oh, the Warriors have got it. Wizards beat the Spurs 127-106. The Extreme Zinger Meal. Oh, he's back, baby. The Extreme Zinger Meal. 17-9-7. You little ripper. The Mavericks beat the Pistons because Luka came back. Should have mentioned that at the top, but he's back. From his bung ankle. Dropped 53 on the Pistons. Doesn't really count. That's like 36 against a real team. Uh, the Suns <laughs> beat the Raptors 114-106. In a really good game. Um, this was just a really tough, hard-fought sort of, yep. You knew the Raptors were going to make them work for it, but they really fucking made them work for them. Like Phoenix is sitting there going, no, 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 we're good at home, right? Well, we're fine. Cam Johnson couldn't hit a shot. He went one of nine. Bridges had 29 points. He was great. Aiton, 22 and 13, making his presence felt. Chris Paul, 19 and 9. The homie, Dario Saric, comes out of nowhere, drops 11. Big win for the Suns. They needed that, too, just to keep it all rolling. And then the Hawks lost to the Blazers in a belter, too. 129-125. Dame has 42 in that game. Guess what he had today? 42. Guess who's awesome? Dame. God damn. Uh, fun one, though. I think I had picked the Hawks because uh, I'm like, oh, the backcourt versus backcourt duel will be good. And it was... 
Except for the fact that Trey Young is well, oh, I don't know if I can play this one, bro. So DeJunte Murray dropped on a 48-7 and seven, uh, to go against the Dame 42. But without Trey, they were just sort of lost. Bogdan Bogdanovich had 23, but yes. Bit of a tough one if you're an Atlanta fan. You're like, oh, where's Trey? Oh, he's got a sore ankle. And you're like, yeah, right, sure. Anyway, so there you go. That was Monday. What happened on Tuesday? If I bring it back up, I'll tell you about it right now. But of course, my internet just wants to have a bit of a senior moment. Just like me. It's me getting out of the fucking... <laughs> off the couch. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do we got? Heat, Cavs. Hang on a second. What day am I? Am I on the right day? I think I... Um, wait, no, I missed actual, our actual Monday at Heat Hornets. Yeah, that's right, because that was the uh, big day of football. So that was Tuesday, actually, yeah. 122, Hornets beat the Heat. It was hilarious. Grizzlies beat the Pacers. That was hilarious. Cavs smashed the Clips because they rested everybody, and the Bucks shit-pumped the Pals, and Giannis had 50. Yep. Yeah. we go back to Tuesday. The Heat beat the Cavs. It was crazy fun. Uh... Just the Cavs sometimes hit these weird moments where you're like, what are you guys doing? And they just don't know. Jimmy Butler was awesome. Uh, Mobley, pretty good too. Just a weird game. Sometimes the Cavs just have these sort of weird head scratches and you're like, guys, what's going on? And so Donnie Mitchell just has a bit of a shit game. Goes 6 or 17 through 16. Darius Garland has a bit of an okay-ish kind of game. And they just don't have a giant amount of room for error, which is where you're like, and trade, question mark. Lakers beat the Knicks, LeBron James. Kobe would have scored 119, just saying. Uh, 28-10 and 11, LeBron has a triple-double in MSG. Lakers get the win. Brunson was awesome. He had 37, but boom. Lakers, just a good win. Fall out. Clippers beat the Bulls, 108-103. Kawaii. <laughs> 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 had 33 and 5 steals, crushed it, and uh, they were good. I'm just going gonna, gonna to talk about the Clippers again later, but damn. Bucks beat the Hornets 124-115. Giannis had 34 and 18. Lamelo had a triple-double, 27-10-11, just saying. Uh, Nugs dropped 122 on the Pals and took care of them pretty handily with a Joker. Joker at the 26-18-15. and 15. Fuck you. Those are just insane numbers, aren't they? It's like, that's just absurd. Anyway, big win for the Nugs. And then today, big slate. The Sixers got some revenge on the Magic Man, 105-94. Harden was really good. I'm going to talk about him again later, too. Uh, not for nothing, just saying. Uh, Blazers, this was a good game. I mentioned Dame's back-to-back 42s. Outdueled Morant, 42-32. They win by 10. And they were just fucking massive down the stretch. Outscored the Grizz by 16 in the fourth quarter. Smashed them, mate. Smashed them. And if, like, you were me and bet on the Grizzlies, you kind of like, you can't hate the Blazers for doing that because it's sick when they do it. They just go, oh, watch this, man. Watch this. Hey, uh, here's a shit ton of points on your head. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Dame is just absolutely chaos. Like, Jeremy, Jeremiah Grant left because he had a concussion. And then 
off they went. Like the fourth quarter. Look, so they don't have Nurk. They don't have Jeremy Grant in the first half, like after the first half. And they just get some six stops, hold Memphis, and off they went. Oh, Dame at 17 the third. Oh, God, it was a good game. Anyway, uh, what else? We had the Celtics shit pump the Nets. They're up by 30 in the first quarter. Hey, Jimmy, is that good? Yeah, if you're a Celtics fan, I guess. Is it good if you're a Nets fan, though? No. <laughs> they got fucking at, like, out of the gate. Out of the gate, they got straight killed. But he got straight killed. Like, it was embarrassing. Like, you felt kind of bad for the Nets. Like, you felt bad for the broadcast crew. This game was over within about six minutes. You're like, oh, so the Celtics aren't going to miss any threes today? Cool. Uh, sure. <laughs> and they just basically didn't. Oh, poor Dayron Sharp. He got torched. Um, they hit 26 threes in this game. 26 of 54. Uh, yeah, that's a lot. It really is. They led by as many as 49 in this game. So, uh, yeah, that's a lot of threes. <laughs> if you hit 26, you're going to win most games. I'll tell you. The Nets went 6 of 21 in the first quarter as well, which is great. Amazing vibes. Great job, Brooklyn. Way to go, Boston. Big spot came out, smashed him. Rockets outlasted the Thunder. Big win here for the Rockets, which is uh, just really good tanking by the Thunder. Mm, that's good tanking. 112-106. Giddy up at 28 and 8. He looked good too. Uh, the Wolves beat the Warriors 114-119 because the Wolves went, uh, hey, where are the Warriors? And everyone's like, on the road. It's like, what is this? Overtime. Yeah, we're going to win this. Naz Reed dunking on everybody. D'Lo getting some revenge. Huge, huge game. Um, because the Warriors are 26 and 25 now. The Wolves are 28 and 26. They're above them in the standings. Uh, Kings beat the Spurs 119-109 because the Suvlaki King, Demarcus Sabonis, at 34 and 11. He crushed it. Teenage Mutant Yaku Pertle was pretty good in that one too, 18 and 12. But the Yaz beat the Raptors 131-128. Outlasted them. Absolute chaos from the finisher. Larry Markinen. God, he was good. 28 and 13. Walker Kessler had six blocks in the first half, just stopping everybody. Absolute vibes about this Utah team. Conley was good. Um, he had the three-point play down the stretch where you're like, oh, shit, they're just going to hang on and win. Uh, and Fred Van Vliet had his second-ever triple-double. He had 34, 12 rebounds, 10 assists. Unreal. But down the stretch, they were just so composed. And that's one of the things where you go, yeah, fuck Mike Conley. If you're a uh, team and needs a point guard, I'd just say go and get him, wouldn't you? <laughs> Jeez. I don't know. Who needs a uh, stitch-it-all-together point guard? Plenty of fucking teams. Just saying. Uh, and then finally, the other shit pumping. The Hawks absolutely fucking demolished right of the Suns. 132-100 in Phoenix. Talk about teams that just weren't missing. There's another one. <laughs> just like you turned around, the Hawks are up like... A shit ton. You're like, oh, Phoenix probably make a run. Oh, no, they're just still killing them. He's already dead. It was 100% those vibes. They went 19 to 33 from downtown. Just a weird sort of spate. And I'll sort of get to this in a second. Uh, weird spate of hot shooting in some of these things. But God damn, what a weird day. Blowouts on the two big games. And all the other games are really fun. So good shit. Right, what do we got? NBA Australia approved performance of the night. <laughs> Nice. 
That's a knife. I mean, Luca came back and had 53. That's pretty good. It's his fourth 50-point game this season. That's obviously insane. That was also against the Pistons, so it's about an actual 36 against a real NBA team. So we're going to give this one to Dame. 42 points, 8 rebounds, 10 assists. Hits 5 for 13 from 3. Out duels jar. The craziest part is he backed up 42 in his last game. He's had back-to-back 42s. What's the meaning of life? Boom. You love to see it. Fuck, he's good when he's up and about. When he's healthy, when he's feeling it, hook some dame time to my veins. Uh, and the Suvlaki King, I'm going to throw him a bit of a bone. He was 34-11, four, two steals and two blocks today. It's a big win. It's like, oh, but Jimmy, it came against the Spurs. Yeah. Sacramento were just fucking begging to lose that game. And the Suvlaki King went, Nah. Because <laughs> like, the Spurs just sort of stick around like, I don't know, a fart in an elevator. A lot of the time you're like, oh, are you still here? Oh, my God, what is happening? And the Kings on the road, you're like, oh, I don't know. But they're 13 and 10 on the road now. Kind of ruling. And they win by 10. It's basically Fox and Sabonis. Nobody else could hit a fucking shot apart from Malik Monk. And then, boom, they get the win. So the Suvlaki King, give it to him. Uh, let's do some spuds of the night, though. Spud, 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 I did also forget to put in LeBron's fucking triple-double, and uh, Giannis is 34 and 18, but I mentioned them both earlier. But the LeBron triple-double in, um, L- in New York as LA took on the Knickerbockers of New York City, I mean, it was pretty good. He did shoot 11 to 25 for his 28 points. <laughs> so, I don't know. But at 28, 10, and 11, when everyone's like, can you score 119 points to pass Kareem, bro? And he's like, no. Anyway, Spuds of the Night, Keegs. Keegan Murray today went 0 of 8. The Duckman went 0 of 6 yesterday against the Bulls for the Clippers. Luke Kennard. Reggie Jackson went 1 of 9 as well. Uh, Tyrese Maxey and DeAnthony Melton. Uh, combined to shoot three of 18 for the Sixers. That's not great. <laughs> in terms of in terms of games that are good, Jimmy, is that one? No. No, it's it's really not. That's, in fact, quite bad. <laughs> um, bit of a weird one, really, but I don't know. Nicky Batum actually had two of 10 shooting in that uh, Chicago Clippers game as well. Not great. Dennis Smith Jr. went one of eight against the, the Buckaroos. And, I mean, you just go, that's a lot of futility. Like, it's a lot. But, I mean, it was that sort of combo of, uh, I don't know, Maxi and Melton not hitting any shots pretty crazy, but sometimes you get that in the big jobs. You know, don't you? Don't you? Yeah, you do. Uh, what else? Dennis Schroeder, 2 of 15. Love to see that. Thanks for coming, Dennis. Uh, are you throwing games, Dennis? No, I am not. Uh, are you sure? Maybe. Sure. Uh, what else? Killing Hayes. Three of 16. That is je brutal. But I wanted to hit on that sort of point that I mentioned earlier about some of these teams just having weird, crazy fucking blower wins, blower losses. So Chris Paul in that Hawks game, he went 3-2-3. Three, three, he shot 1-6. of six. It was a minus 26 in 26 minutes. Now, I'm no math magician, but that's not great. Uh, 
One or two free throws, minus 26 and 26 minutes, 0-3 from three. Just brutal. And another superstar point guard, Steph. Oh, but Jimmy, it's Steph Curry. Man, what are you talking about, eh? Yeah. I mean, it's all well and good. But when you apparently just can't, like, hit a shot when it comes to overtimes, yeah, I'm going to start asking some questions. So he ends up with 29 and 10. That's rebound, Steph. Randomly, he's like crazy rebounding numbers this year. Um, shoots 8 of 21, 5 of 12. Oh, Jimmy, how's he on spot of the night? He's played five overtime games the last two years. He has scored a total of seven points in those five overtimes and shot one of 13. And the Warriors have now lost nine straight on the road in overtime. That is absolutely psycho. But the cool part was, Steph Curry today, what did he shoot in the fourth quarter? What do you reckon? What did he shoot in the fourth quarter in overtime? Yeah, he joins Damian Lee, Seth Curry, and Harrison Barnes by shooting 311. You little ripper. Who's old mate, no mates? Old mate, no mates. 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 Who's got no mates today? Uh, I don't know. I feel like there's a uh, there's a tough bus ride. Well, you're not really on a bus ride. Well, yeah, I guess you are. You're in Boston. Dayron Sharp. Bit of a pantsing and an old mate no mates, but it's just definitely one of those ribbing on the bus moments. Uh, the Celtics inbound of the ball. Dayron Sharp was covering Al, Al Horford. Didn't realize that the ball had been inbounded to the man he was guarding, who proceeded to hit the world's most wide open three. I can only imagine <laughs> what folks are saying about Dayron Sharp on the bus. That is such a pantsing as well. So give him a bit of a pants. Uh, another combination, old mate, no mate, he's your fucking mate. And pantsing the night was Luca. When he drops that 53, Isaiah Livers is talking shit. And if you're like, who the fuck is that, Jim? That's exactly Luca's response as well. Who the fuck are you? Shut the fuck up. Oh, who the fuck are you? Who are you? It's just so, like, how do you respond to those? Oh, I'm Isaiah. It's like, yeah, shut up. I don't know who the fuck you are. Like, that's great. That is such a fucking just demoralizing, devastating takedown. So, Luca, that's just a brutalization of a pantsing and an old mate, no mate. And, of course, pantsings. I mean, what Boston did to Brooklyn, what Atlanta did to Phoenix. Like, those were just routine pantsings. So, love to see it. Who has been in the Lonzo Bowl? Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you don't get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros. Now I can be average. You're coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. Uh, giddy up with the 28-8 today. Uh, Tari Eason at 20 points. That was a big game too. But Walker Kessler, 17-14-7. Blocks, that is. Uh, he's got more blocks than Ridley Gobert, this stuff with that and Carl Anthony Towns combined this year. The rookie. And the question, like, it's been, you know, that sort of, oh, would you rather have Rudy Gobert or even just walk the Kessler straight up right now? It's like, yeah, that's, that's not a, what? You, you'd probably walk, walk a Kessler because he costs you fuck all. 
You didn't give up shit for him. <laughs> like, and he's awesome. The Yaz have got one. You love to see that. He's got to be an untouchable now. So, um, But the other one, it's the other Yaz untouchable, Lowry Markin and the finisher. So we'll get the reserve announcements tomorrow. Uh, that'll be fun for the all-star gear. Lowry better be on there. He's dropped at least 20 in 20 consecutive games, averaging a 29-9 in that span, uh, shooting 51-45-90. That is just fucking crazy. What a legend. The finisher. 25 and 9 for the season. I'll bet you, you know, tell you what, 25 and 9 for a season. Lonzo Ball's never done that. Nor has he been an all star. Larry Markin, Markinen, about to be forever better than Lonzo Ball. And finally, Dickhead of the Week. Dickhead of the Week. Ah, uh, I just kind of look, there's like a bit of LeBron y kind of vibes about this. Where we've seen like the crying, the whinging, there was all the bitching, the moaning, the sooking from Anthony Davis, and it's just kind of sat with like the eyes. The Anthony Davis just they're cheating, man. They're cheating. You're just like, all right, you dickhead. All right, you just you're just a bit of a dickhead, aren't you? <laughs> and that's what it was. You have that moment where you're like, Anthony Davis, fucking. You sooked your way out of New Orleans. You're just sooking there in LA. Yes, that's right. The entire NBA is against you, the Los Angeles Lakers. Adam Silver very clearly has just processes in place to just ensure that the Lakers are not successful. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> All right, let's do some VNRs after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. Let's do some ENRs brought to you by the NBA Australia shop. Go get your merch. Go get your merch. Get your merch. Get your merch. Wear it. Get your merch. Get your merch. Get your merch. Get your merch. Listen to the man. Do it. NBAAustralia.com slash shop or just through the socials. Nice, pretty pictures of them there. Click through. Away you go. Uh, let's do some ENRs. Got a bunch sent through from our man, Jez Oz. Look forward to seeing some beers with him in about a week and a half at the Super Bowl party at the Catfish. Uh, hello, Mr. Clements. I hope your work in the labs is not so tiresome. I have some yes-nos for you. I'm trying to be proper now that you're corporate gym. Thank you, Jez. Uh, right, number one. If the bricklayer of Box Hill, a.k.a. Box Hill Benny, doesn't change his ways soon, so he's going to be a bust. Yeah, nah. Nah, look, he's. I don't think anybody who's been a multiple all-star can still be tagged as a bust. And I think we'll be able to put this sort of stuff down to uh, a back injury. It sort of just took his sack his confidence and sort of fucked it all up. But it is one of those ones where you go, the fall from grace will have been so rapid. And you're like, yeah, gee, I don't know. Sitting out for a year because you're a bit of a fucking sook might not be the greatest move. You've only got so much time in your NBA career to make a mark. And if you're going to waste your talent, I mean, that's all in you. But, I mean, the thing is, the injury... Aspect of uh, Simo at the moment with the back. Um, recuperating from the back. 
tweaks a knee. You don't want to fuck with that. Here we are. But he can't be a bust. He's made all-star teams. It's just he didn't live up to complete number one pick expectations, but that happens. So, yeah, it's a bit of a tough one. You know, second round of a... uh, Second round of a playoffs, no conference finals. Just a bit of a tough one. Um, number two, the LeBron MVP chatter has kicked off earlier this year. Yeah, I started it like fucking three, four weeks ago when he was 151 to one. Uh, anyway, he goes on to say, and it seems like the only criteria is that he's 38. At this rate, the Lakers just need to make the play-in and he has it in the bag. Uh, yeah, nah, not the play-in, nah. But the thing is, the West is so close this year. Um, I was yelling about this because we have an absolute glut in the the, uh, guts of the West, right? So between the Kings and the Lakers, there is a six-game gap. Oh, geez, Jimmy, that's pretty big. Yeah, that's between 3 and 13th. There's only six games, basically. Between fucking what? Home court advantage in the playoffs, a.k.a. the Clippers right now, and the Lakers, there are four games. Four! Between the Lakers and home court advantage in the playoffs. That's one half-decent fucking win streak, which we've already seen the Lakers rip off. Once, Well, you know, as soon as Anthony Davis finally got healthy, got into a groove, and the Lakers just started kicking ass and taking names... The thing is with the Lakers, you can obviously never rely on them to stay healthy. But on the off chance that they do, and they just sort of go, all right, LeBron takes it easy for a week over All-Star. Anthony Davis rests up. They come out, just fucking torch everybody. There's a good chance that they sort of jump into, like, if they get into the top six, and LeBron's averaging 30 points a game at age 38, and he's been the constant all-season and the Lakers are actually back there as a quasi-contender, yeah, he'll be in the MVP fucking discussion. <laughs> then he might have it in the bag. I think if he gets home court advantage, so top four, it's a real discussion. Yeah. Uh, number three, the current all-star voting format is a joke, and it's in need of a revamp or to kill the game. Uh, this is what I was talking about the other day on Sunday's show, Monday's show eventually. Um about the players voting for, like, Chet Holmgren and other astute long-time NBA players. Um, But, yeah, this is a great idea. My suggestion would be to have each team nominate three players which they could use for their own fan engagement via a vote. After the halfway halfway mark from the voting opening in the game, cut the pool from 90 down to 60 and select the teams from there. This would cut out the long-term injured, spuds like Austin Reeves, and the 80% of the Warriors getting voted in, but still allow for a bolter or a cult figure to get through. Yeah, nah, I fucking love this. The simple idea of like cutting the pool of actual available All-Stars is awesome. And I think putting the onus on the teams to nominate, like these are the players that we're getting behind, whether it be three, four, whatever. Obviously, Jez says three. I still think you should be able to nominate a shit ton, right? Because it was pretty cool when the Hawks basically had their entire starting five make it in and shit like that. Um, So I think we should be able to have a team nominate five players and put that up. The problem is you're going to have like weird contract shit where it's like all-star bonuses and shit like that. 
And if a team's kind of like, oh, we don't want to pay that money, <coughs> Phoenix, um, they might not nominate you. So you can't make it. So it's a bit tricky. But I think there should be statistical or games played uh, eligibility categories. And to basically get that voting uh, down to a specific number would be a great idea. And I do think we could still get Bolter's cult figures through because I think we cut, if we're cutting down teams like from cutting down votes from specific ones, you can still see as votes come through after that cut down, who's popular and who's actually got a bit of momentum. I think it's fucking great. That's a great one, Jess. Uh, last one as well. He said, rumors of Matty T being traded to Golden State or the Kings. Uh, yeah, this sort of popped off today. Because it's like he's no longer untouchable, Matisse Tubble. It's like, really? Because Doc Rivers barely fucking plays him. Anyway, uh, yeah, nah, Matty T would flourish under Steve Kerr. Or how sick would it be if he, get to hook, if he gets to hook up with King Deli? Yeah, nah, to be honest, this is one of those things where you're like, hey, uh, Philly, are you sure that's the right move? <laughs> you don't have a giant amount of defense. On that bench. I understand that Matty T is like one of your actual sort of assets that has like a bit of value, but <coughs> I mean, god damn. Don't do it. Uh yeah, nah, ah, the clippers are dangerous, smoky. Yeah, nah, they're not a smoky anymore, are they? So I had this written down from uh Sunday. I'm like, yeah, I'll get to it during uh the week show. Uh they're now twenty nine and twenty five, they're in fourth and feeling pretty good about themselves. They literally have scheduled losses built into their uh, outlay for the season when they're like, but we're not going to play Kawhi and Paul George that way. See how we'll lose. And you saw that the other day against the Cavs uh, as Cleveland went, oh, yeah, cool. That's cool. We'll ship pump you. Cleveland! Good job. Uh, but the Clippers are just looking kind of dangerous. They're sort of, as I mentioned, like in that first sort of six weeks, look, they'll just coalesce throughout the season. They'll figure out their lineups. They'll punt some dudes at the trade deadline. And as long as they've got Kawhi and Paul George, they're just fucking terrifying still. You know? They're always going to be terrifying with those two dudes when they play. So they've got a game against the Bucks this weekend as well, and that's going to be awesome. I mean, the last few weeks, they've beaten the Mavs, the Lakers. The, they beat the Bulls the other day. They you know, punted that game against the Cavs. Beat the Hawks in Atlanta. Just saying. Clips. Bit of fun. Bit of fun. They go Milwaukee, New York, Brooklyn, Dallas, Milwaukee, Golden State, Phoenix, Sacramento, Denver, Minnesota, Golden State, Sacramento, Memphis, Toronto, New York, Golden State. Ah, <laughs> oh, they have a murderous row, though, coming up. So, thing is, the Clippers just might sneakily cut all of them down. A couple of good ones here for you. Is James Harden an all-star? I'd tease this at the top. Yeah, nah, I just can't. I can't get there. Oh, but he's been sneaky good. Yeah. He's also been sneaking chicken wings. I mean, but 21 and a half points, six and a half rebounds, 11 assists, 45% shooting. I think it's very much felt like as soon as he's gotten into a bit of a groove, so of the sixes, right? You know, it's kind of like I don't have to hunt my shot, but now he at least looks sort of like shades of the old James Harden. So it wouldn't surprise me if he gets to be an all-star, but he's not on my list. Um, 
Speaking of which, Dame, would you put him higher in the MVP category than Ja Morant? Yeah, nah, oof. If there's a more valuable player to their team, yeah, he would have to be, right? The Grizzlies seem to be okay sometimes without Ja. The Blazers are just a train wreck without Dame. And he's having like a weird, quietly awesome, excellent season is our Dame. So probably a better year. Unpopular opinion of the day, though. Now look at me, please. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. So Embiid just batters. Batters Nikola Jokic like a uh, freshly caught bit of whitehead off the pier there at uh, Bowen Heads. And... Everyone's like, oh, well, you can't just take one game into consideration. It's like, well, can't I? I can do a lot of things. In fact, I can do what the fuck I want. I kind of think Embiid just went, no, nah, that's kind of neat. I'm leading the fucking league in scoring. This team is horrible without me. At least the Nuggets, they've got, outside of Jokic, you know, they've still got Jam Jamal. They've got some options. The Sixers have got Harden. Tobias Harris. Oh, God. And Jokic got locked up by a six foot five PJ Tucker. Embiid, he's playing in the tougher conference, leading the league in scoring. If they end up with a better record than Denver, I'm giving that to Embiid. But I think my MVP ladder at the moment, probably Joker at the top. But I fuck it. He just got beaten. So got to give the belt to Joel. Let's go Embiid. Joker. Then probably Luca Tatum and Giannis, and then LeBron, then Dame, then Ja, <laughs> and last Kyrie Irving. All right, what about the Patty Mills game day ball or game day Twitter check in? Oh wait, no, that's not it. It's our back takeout. Shut up, Jimmy. What are you talking about? It's Thursday at Outback, and you know what that means? Oh, yeah, two fine blooming onions. No prick in Australia knows what the fuck these things are. What is it, a deep-fried onion? Awesome. Bonza, mate. Fucking blow it out your ass. I'm not going to eat that shit. Just chuck a fucking bit of onion on the barbie, cook it until it's as black as a dead dog's guts, and away we go. On my saucy, in my belly, booming onion. <laughs> Only at Outback. Either way, get these ones as a uh, side. Today's Flame Grill take is, oh geez, we're about to hit this point now, aren't we? Where the argument shifts from Michael Jordan was the better basketball player, but LeBron James had the most impressive basketball career, aren't we? Fuck me. You're all idiots. Only. At Outback. No, I think this is going to happen. It's one of those ones where you go, MJ, uh, the greatest player to ever play basketball, LeBron Maybe with like a more impressive career kind of vibe. What do you reckon? I don't like it, but here we are. All right, Australian player watch right after. Let's say this one. This is Matthew Delvedover, and you're listening to NBA Australia. All right, Australian player watch. Not much to talk about when it comes to Ben Simmons because he's, uh, oh, hurt my knee a bit. And they never saw him again. <laughs> Patty Mills has gone off, though. What a legend he was against the Lakers. God, that was good. Uh, so against the Lakers on Tuesday, Patty dropped 21. 
second highest scoring game of his uh, of the season, and absolutely lit it up. He was so good. He had 21 points, three assists, shot four or seven from downtown, seven to 12 from the floor. Play the man, Jacques. Play the man. Uh, and in 18 minutes today, went two or six, missed all his threes, three through, oh of three from downtown, two assists and four points and a steal against the Celtics. Still, get Patty some minutes. Do you reckon they're showcasing him for a trade? Of course they are. But at the same time, just as long as the man ends up somewhere he's playing, I'm fucking Happy. The Rooster, Jock Landau. Uh, got out there in the blowout today against Atlanta. Six points, five rebounds in 11 minutes, 3-6 from the floor. And uh, played in the win over Toronto. He had four points in his nine minutes, zero rebounds, assist blocks, but he had a steal. Shot two or three from the floor on that one. Uh, just one of those ones where they're like, yeah, cool, we're just going to play a lot of Biombo. And you're like, uh, I feel like you should be playing Jock, but... Whatever. Uh, Dyson Daniels hurt his ankle out for a couple of weeks. Willie Green's like, yep, Dyson will be back soon. I mentioned that on Sunday's show. Uh, Jack White was out with an adductor as well for the Nugs. So isn't playing. Uh, what else? Josh Greeny Green. Just showing a little bit of something to something. He had eight points, two rebounds, three assists, a block and a steal uh, against the Detroit Basketball Pistons in his 29 minutes. Three or four from the floor, one or two from downtown. Now there's a man, Josh Green, who has not missed a three in 2023. You love to see that. He's hit a three in every single game he's played in all eight, seven, all seven games. Greedy! Love it. Matty T played 10 minutes against the Orlando Magic men uh, today. Had two points, two rebounds. They were free throws that he hit. But he had 10 points, two assists and a rebound and one rebound against them on uh, Tuesday. Went three or five from the floor and two or three from downtown. Matty T. It's getting amongst it. Uh, he had two steals in that game too, which was his eight. He had eight steals in three games in that stretch. Fucking hell. What a menace. Adele. That's right. Hasn't played since, I don't know, just before Australia Day. So <laughs> he's fine. Coach on the bench. Coach on the bench. Jingling Joe Ingles. Win over Charlotte. Uh, eight points, three rebounds, and an assist and a steal in 22 minutes. The Bucks are cruising, I'm just saying. They haven't really hit on them too much today, but big weekend ahead. Because, uh, what, they've got the Clippers. Giannis is going to go oh, troppo in that. Can't wait. So eight points, three rebounds, and an assist against Charlotte. And then he had nine points, three assists, two rebounds back on Monday against the New Orleans Pelicans, who they fucking demolish rate. He went three or five from downtown there did jingles and of course the mop top mumber himself. Josh Giddy had the 20.8 assist, 8 rebound game and with a block and a steal against the Houston Rockets today. Shot 9 of 18 from the floor and went 2 or 6 from downtown. Love to see that. That backed up his 21 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists, 3 steal effort against the Warriors on Tuesday in that loss. Okay, so you're tanking just right. I love it. 9 of 18. So he's backed up Two games back-to-back, 9 of 18 shooting from the floor. He hit 1 of 3 from downtown in that one. Giddy is smashing it. What a run. What an absolute run. No Ozzy has ever had this offensive output for this long in their second season. Right, Andrew Gay's Great Mumba Award. Andrew Gay's Great Mumba
lap it up. Uh, just two little quick ones. I mean, Dame Lillard is averaging a 38, 4, and 8 on 71% true shooting percentage in his last 12. That's pretty fucking good. But the excellence is also good to go to. This one popped off today in that uh, absolutely brutal beatdown of the Brooklyn Nets. Jalen Brown and Tatum. That's right. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Not bad for a 19-year-old, the old Tatum. They've each scored over 25 points in the same game 27 times this year. That's the most by any duo ever prior to an All-Star break. Holy shitballs, Batman. That's not bloody bad. Seriously. 25 plus in the same game 27 times. Best duo in the NBA. You bets to believe it. That's excellence right there. Patty Mills Game Day Ball Game Day Twitter chicken. Just a bit of great Patty posting. Uh, looking sharp. No one who no one cared who I was until I took off the band. Out there crushing in that Lakers game. And he just had to post a couple of photos after it. Looking good. Those are some very nice looking They look like leather shorts. Jesus, Patty. I mean, party hard. Looking good, crushing it, nailing threes. What a run of highlights they were. All right, let's do some game previews for the weekend. Game previews, game previews. Oh, thanks, Inverted Bane. Not a problem, Jimmy. How's it all going? Oh, yeah, just a bit fucking busy. Thursdays just get long. I'm in the Fox studio first thing in the morning doing the NBA, then the NFL show back-to-back, and then we do a code bet daily as well. Also, you know, doing my job. Also, the two kids, and you're like, Jesus. And the four-month-old just fucking goes, hang on a second, oh, I'm pretty tired. Fuck this. <laughs> and just packs her up, boys. I'll see you guys. On the other side of all this crying. Bit of a rough one. And meanwhile, I'm also trying to fix this fucking back end for this uh, website and the podcast, and it's just a shit show. So hopefully we'll be fixing that. ASAMP. I think I've got to fix for NFL Australia. NBA Australia is a bit tougher. Uh, how do we go on the picks? Uh, the last couple of days we went 11 of 20, which is, uh, you know, that'll just get you a profit. Um, 482 of 752 picks correct so far this year. Not bad. I think against the spread, we had a bit of a, not a great one on Monday. Tuesday? Monday, yeah. Monday, Tuesday, whatever. Wait, dude, oh, we did that show on Monday after those games. Of course we did. Yeah. Fucking tripping. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Tuesday, went 3-7 against the spread. Not great. 4 of 5 head-to-head on Wednesday, though. 4 of 8 on Thursday. So, Just gets us to 11 of 20. Uh, tomorrow, we've got Lakers at Pacers. Uh, even with Halliburton back, it's a bit of a tricky one because you'd never know who's going to play with the Lakers, but I'm going to go up the Lakes. They've just looked... Pretty tight, and they're one and a half. It's only one and a half, so I'm going to go the Lakers to get the paces. Because you get a player like Halliburton back, you're like, that's good, we've got him back. Sweet. Yeah, it's a readjustment for everybody. Grizzlies go to the Cavs. Cavs are waiting for them at home. Cavs are really good at home. Grizzlies are on a back-to-back. They might be shitted off by that horrible loss yesterday. I think the Cavs will still kill them. Heat at Knicks. I'm going the Heat minus one and a half. They just out-execute. Knicks are sloppy. Heat are a good road team. Give me the heat. Bulls, Hornets. Oh, I wanted to go the Hornets plus six and a half, and I think I will. 
I can't trust the Bulls to cover any line that's more than four. <laughs> and even then, it's a bit dicey, so I'll take the Hornets. Pelicans at Mavs. This is also another one where the Mavs, you're just like, do they cover lines? No. Pelicans, there's got to be a nice sort of uh, CJ McCollum, Spindles Ingram bounce back here. And I think it might come against Mavs on the road. Give me Pelicans plus four and a half in Dallas. They might loot. Mavs might pull it out, but it'll be a close one. Uh, Nuggets host the Warriors. Warriors just all over the shop, obviously. Uh, this will be a rest game for their dudes. Ten and a half point favorites to the Nuggets. What have we seen the Warriors just bench mob do, though? Show up time and time again. I'll take the plus ten and a half of the Warriors. I won't feel great about it because the Nuggets are one of the best home teams in the NBA, obviously. But the Warriors, when they rest their stars, they just sort of seem to play really fucking hard. And it was the Vets who sucked today anyway. So Steve Carroll sit them. Play the young dudes. They'll keep it close. Clippers, Bucks. This is an absolute rip snorter of a game. I've got to go to the Bucks. I just think... I think I had the Clippers picked head-to-head when I did this show on Monday. I'm going the Bucks minus four and a half now. I just think... they got a nice little bit of juice to them at the moment. Uh, right, Saturday's games. We've got Hornets at Pistons. I'll take Charlotte. Ooh, actually, on a back-to-back. Maybe not. Maybe give me the Pistons. Yeah. Switch that. Pistons have been sneaky right here and there, so why not? Kings at Pacers. Oh, the Halliburton and Sabonis Bowl. I love a good Kings-Pacers matchup now because they're going hammer and tongs against each other. I'm going to go the Kings. This is the Pacers on a back-to-back, don't forget. Even though it's a home back-to-back, play the Lakers the day before. Kings come in, and uh, they'll probably have to rest Halliburton after his game back, so give me the Kings. Blazers at Wizards. I'll go the Blazers. The Wizards have, I believe, the NBA's longest win streak at the moment. That's right. Your Washington Wizards, because they've won six on the trot. You wouldn't know it, because <laughs> they're shit. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I like the Blizzards and that. Blazers, rather. The Blizzards? There you go. If you combine the Blazers and the Wizards, you got the Blizzards. Uh, I'll take the Blazers. Dame is on just a fucking all-time tear. Let's go. Celtics host the Suns. They will demolish that Suns team. Just not deep enough. Um, without Booker for that game, you just can't back them. Give them the Celtics. Raptors at Rockets. Go Toronto. They should handle that Rockets team. Even with OG Ananobi sitting out the rest of this road trip with a uh, sort of hurt wrist. But he's all right. Wolves at Ma- well, Wolves hosting the Magic, rather. That changes that, actually. I'll go the Wolves. Uh, Magic, pretty good at home. Bit sneaky in the east. Go out west. I'm not going to trust them there. Give me the Wolves. Sixers go to the Spurs. They should win that one. No problems. Probably. <laughs> Hawks at Jazz. i got to go to the Hawks in Utah. I think that was my pick on Fox Sports Lab today. i got to stick with it. Train DeJunte should be a little bit too much for that Jazz uh, backcourt. And if you've got Clint Capella and DeAndre Hanna to uh, look after... Lowry and co. They should be right. Sunday, we've got Wizards at Nets. Nets should win that with the Wizards on a back-to-back. Uh, and then Wizards just... Look, if they're going to win six in a row, they're now going to probably lose four in a row. Don't worry about that. Lakers go to the Pelicans. Look for AD and uh, LeBron just to go absolutely ham against this Pelican team. Bit of AD revenge against his old club. I'll take the Lakers. Suns go to the Pistons. I'll take the Suns in that one. Uh... Actually, no, maybe the ooh, you got to go the Suns head-to-head just because they're better than the Pistons, but I'd lean on the Pistons line 
Suns to win. Clippers at Knicks. I'll take the Knicks. I just think Brunson, who covers him on the Clippers? I think he has a really good game. He and Randall, point to prove. Clippers, big road trip. Play the Bucks a day or two before. Give me the Knicks. Bulls host the Blazers. Blazers on a back-to-back. This is the one they lose. Give me Chicago. Bucks host the Heat. That's awesome. What a great game that is. I'll take the Bucks. Just so much size about this Bucks team at the moment. Thunder host the Rockets. Bit of revenge. Thunder will win that. Warriors host the Mavericks. They're going to kill the Mavs at home. Uh, Luka might drop another 50 and they'll still lose. Don't worry about that. I think the uh, same game multi I gave out in Fox Sports Lab NBA is awesome. It's like, what, 30 plus for Steph, 25 plus for Clay, 35 plus for Luka. Warriors win. Uh, Hawks, Nuggets, the last one. Nuggets will kill the Hawks with the Hawks playing on a uh, altitude back-to-back. Uh, Hawk Nuggets win that. Monday, just in case, I don't do a Sunday night show, but I think I will be this week. No problems. To wrap up your weekend for you. Magic at Hornets. Give me the magic on Monday. Uh, Cavs at Pacers. I'll take Cleveland. Cleveland. Uh, Sixers at Knicks. Sixers at Knicks. Jeez, Jimmy, have some more tins. You make, might make more sense, mate. Sixers at the Knicks. I'll take the Sixers. Embiid in MSG. He's going to go fucking crazy. Grizzlies host the Raptors. Memphis should win that. Nuggets at Wolves. I'll take Denver. And Kings, Pelicans. I think the Pelicans can eke one out. Sound good? Good. All right. There you go. There's the week done. Uh, bit of a late one today. So I'm a bit, yeah, having to be a bit quiet because of the squid. That's what happens. Hashtag dad strayer. It just gets a bit squirrely on you sometimes. Poor little bloke was just fucking way too overtired. He had a too big of a nap today. I love it. What a world where you can have too long of a nap. Yeah. I'll tell you what, his dad could use a nap. Anyway, <laughs> that's it. For today, we'll be back. Uh, probably do a Sunday night show, so that'll be hopefully, hopefully with this back end shit, hopefully fixed by then. Out on time. Hopefully, this one's out on time. Fucking hell. Anyway, in the meantime, make sure you're following NBA Australia on Twitter, Face the IG, all over the socials. Get out around NFL Australia. Myself and Gaz, we are hosting Super Bowl at the Catfish in Fitzroy. Uh, so yeah, come along, drink some beers. That'll be fucking epic. Uh, that'll be co-hosted with uh, a couple of my dudes as well. Code bet. That's a good website. It's going to be fun. Uh, what else? Got some good shit. Fox Sports Lab NBA, Fox Sports Lab NFL. You can see me on YouTube with all that. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Who else? NBAstereo.com slash shop. That's a good website. Go check that and buy a uh, hoodie off me. Yeah. Got to pay for these renos. Also, check us a rating and review on your podcast app. Come on, help us out. Uh, what else? Big thanks to From Ozo for the intro and outro, outro song. Check out their new band, House Hats. They're awesome. And Joshua Delarangers, Fascinated, Goldmines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa, Sex Jedi, Green, 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 and Dozers. They're behind all the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them on Bandcamp, Triple J and Earth, Facey, Apple Music, Spotify, and remember, NBA Australia supports Australian bands. That's what we do. All right, we'll close out this week with a cooking with Bainesy. Maybe you can try this one out on the weekend. And we will catch you to wrap up the weekend for you. Sunday night, Monday morning, whatever it feels like. Talk to you then, you dickheads. This is NBA Australia saying, look after yourselves, would you? And later, Hosen. Cooking with Bainsy is filmed in front of a live studio audience. And now it's time for everyone's favorite Aussie cooking show. It is Cooking with Bainsy with your host, 
Aaron Bangers Bangs. Oh, <laughs> all right, all right. Settle down, news lot. Come on, go. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, g'day, g'day. Oh, welcome to Cooking with Bainesy. I'm your host, Aaron Bangers Bains, eh? So, look, all oh, right, settle down over there. Oh, look at you on your Margaret. All right, so in this here episode of Cooking with Bainesy, we're going to fang up one of my absolute favourite Australian dishes, one that's absolutely perfect for a night in or if you're having mates over. It is that absolute Aussie staple, bloody shrimp pad thai. That's right, pad thai is probably top five Aussie dishes all time, mate. I, I cook them at least twice a week. It's full of all the good stuff you need to keep up a physique like this one. <laughs> there we go. Lots of protein and noodles and everything. It's bloody perfect. So all you need to do, it's bloody simple, mate. You go down to your soupy, you grab some pad thai noodles, some veggie oil, a thing of garlic, a couple of eggs, a bit of soy sauce, a lime, some brown sugar, a thing of fish sauce, a red chili, a bunch of spring onions, a bunch of coriander or cilantro, as these yanks call it over here, and like a handful of unsalted peanuts. Right, and then you go over to your fishmonger as well, as well, Vasily is my bloke, and get a big bag of prawns and get him to shell them for you. You don't need the shells, mate. Come on, get rid of them. All right, so get all that and let's get started. All right, so you cook your noodles in a pot of boiling water for about 10 minutes. Then you drain them and chuck them over there. Then you bang two teaspoons of the veggie oil in your pan. Now you slice up and cook a clove of the garlic in, a, in there. Chuck that in there. There you go for a couple of minutes. And on the side, whisk up two eggs. There you go. Whisk them up all nice and smooth. Yeah, there you go. Now bang them in there. Just chuck them in that. Oh, look at that go. And when they're cooked, put them aside as well. And then in a bowl, you mix up your one and a half teaspoons of soy sauce your two tablespoons of lime juice, your two tablespoons of sugar, a teaspoon of your fish sauce, and about half of your red chili. All chopped up. Look at that. Nice. Chuck that all in there together and mix that all up in your bowl. Now, cook your prawns. Just chuck them on there. You can probably cook them on your barbie if you want, but just put them in a pan. Doesn't matter. Now, while you're doing that, grab a tin while they cook. Don't be a Nancy. And just wait until they're done. Oh, look at them cook. Oh, that is a beaut, isn't it? So once they're all done and cooked, pour all that sauce into your skillet with the scrambled egg bit, then chuck your noodles in and toss it around just to coat everything up. Sprinkle your spring onions that's all chopped up and your coriander and your peanuts. Just chuck them on top, toss it around a bit, and bam, you're done. Unbloody believable. Chuck a lime wedge on top of that, a bit of a cilantro or coriander along the top, and Bob is your bloody uncle, mate. Voila. Bam, you're done. An absolute bloody pearl of a pad thai. And look, you can fucking chuck chicken and shit in there as well if you want, but I go with the traditional Aussie recipe of prawns. And all right, how easy was that? That is an absolute beautiful looking batch of pad thai that your missus and the family will love. Now I reckon I'm going to go get stuck into these, eh? And uh, you know what? That's it for this week. Tune in next week for a new recipe, and we'll see you then on the next episode of Cooking with... Bainsy!